Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. And good morning, everybody. Six minutes past six o'clock. Great to have you with us today as we talk about a whole bunch of things that you can use to change your world, including why on earth is it that I have two stories up here today, one about the Portland charter reform the headline in Willamette Week is this. Charter reform poll shows Portlanders are eager for change. Any change. Now, why would that be? Or the Eugene Register Guard story. With the headline of, people are frustrated. Eugene residents think city moving in wrong direction. Survey finds. Now, what's common about these two cities? Well, we'll get into that in a moment, but what's stunning is literally what they are talking about. Hmm. We'll get into that. I want to know, did you watch the governor's debate last night? What were your impressions? What did you think? Now, the Oregon Capital Insider has a story here. Um, that begins the three top candidates for governor engaged in a sharp, rapid-fire debate Tuesday, dipping frequently into campaign talking points, rehashing old feuds and promising a new beginning for Oregon if elected. Okay. So before I go any further from what the mainstream media is trying to influence you on, I want to know, if you watch the debate, what were your impressions? Was there a clear winner? Did it change anybody's mind? 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. I really want to know. What did you think of the debate? Now, let me just tell you right now, I could not watch it. And that's because I was going round and round the field uh, planting next year's annual ryegrass crop. And it, it just... Yes, Dale, you're correct. <laughs> Both of the cities, Portland and Eugene, are Marxist hellholes. Yes, you're quite correct. <laughs> that's part of it. That's part of it. Um, anyway... I've gone going round and round the field and it just would not connect. You know, I'm, I'm out there with a cell phone trying to connect through a cell tower to streaming on, you know, the live stream on KTVZ and it just it was not going to happen. So I didn't get a chance to hear any of it. So that's why I'm asking you today. Did you watch it? Did you listen to it? What were your impressions? 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. There is other things that are going on out there. 
By the way, thanks to Mark Thielman of Battleground, Oregon. You know, Mark, former uh, Republican governor candidate, who pinch hit for me last night at the, the political coffee clatch. Yesterday, uh, even though I had every intention of being there and said so on the air, uh, my morning did not go well <laughs> in getting started on uh, replanting next year's crop. So I, I just, I, and we got rain that's supposed to hit here any minute now. And I just, you know, I had to work, folks. And I did until eight, over 8 o'clock last night, past dark. At any rate, thank you, Mark Fieldman, for coming in. Thank you to Oregon People's Vote for being there last night. And the Measure 114 people were there again. Thank you. They gave away hundreds of signs at the Albany Gun and Rifle Show last weekend. By the way, Oregon Firearms Federation, and, and I forget who sent this to me. Somebody did. Thank you. I think it was Timothy. Yeah, it was Timothy. Thank you, Timothy. Oregon Firearms Federation has their latest piece about the con job from the Yamhill County News Register. You need to read this because these are part of the um, the opportunity you have to influence people who don't know what to think about it. To think, you know, with all of these Tina Kotek ads hitting at Betsy Johnson because she owns a machine gun. Oh, my. As we see story after story, night after night, of people in Portland getting shot, most of it gang violence because they defunded the cops. Tina wants to continue to defund the cops. Now, I don't know. I'm sure this came up last night in the debate. That's why I'm asking those of you who watched or heard the debate, call in, tell me what you think. I'll get you on the air right away. Anyway, Yamhill County News Register is just parroting the leftist point of view. And they're trying to deceive Oregonians about it. They say requirements would include a photo ID, a set of fingerprints, a safety course certificate, criminal background check, and a relatively modest fee payment. There's no cap on the fees that can be charged. It's an outright lie. That's a lie, folks. The media says a relatively modest fee payment. There's no cap. They can charge whatever they want. Now, Off has also been invited to de debate the proponents of Measure 114 at the Salem City Club, the Eugene City Club, and the Portland City Club. Well, it just turns out that the Salem City Club quickly canceled when no one from the anti-rights Lift Every Voice campaign would agree to debate. Eugene City Club locked in a date with Off and sent an official invite to Off and then rescinded it with absolutely no explanation. They now list the Eugene City Club's a debate featuring only anti-gun extremist Mark Knudsen as debating himself. It's a forum now. Initiative 114, does Oregon need more gun control laws? Yeah, one of the chief petitioners. And the Portland City Club, 
scheduled this debate for October 21st. We'll see if the other side actually shows up. Don't hold your breath on that, folks. In addition, we're scheduled to debate the gun grabbers at endorsement interviews at both the Oregonian and Willie Week. We'll see if either of them actually take place. Yes, you're right, Dale. They are chicken you-know-whats. So it is important, folks. Again, uh, you watch that great video by Damon Bunting, and they reference it in the off newsletter here. Go to stop114.com website. It's still the best source of information. Stop114.com. And I will have that up on the show plan today. Also, there's some other things going on out there, but I want to know, did you, folks, honestly, did any of you listen to the debate? Did you see the debate? Now, I know our political coffee clatch was going on last night. Ed sent me an email. said, I was at the honky-tonk last night, and Mark Thielman did a great job. Thank you again, Mark, for Battleground Oregon, which is his new effort at bringing together all, all of the lawsuit resources to stand up for election integrity. Ed asks, how can we view a replay of last night's debate in Bend? I don't know yet. Maybe some of you can. Some of you who know where to see the replay, it's, it, it might be on Rumble. It might be on YouTube. I, I don't know. Mo writes an email. By the way, you want to send me an email about or call. It's 503-589-1220. That is the Power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Mo writes, says, it just started raining here as you mentioned it. Thank you. We need it. <laughs> yeah, we do need it. Even farmers like me that are trying to get my crop planted. Yeah, we need it also. We need it also. Yeah, I would love to um, either get Kevin Sterrett on the show or, uh, Avis, thank you for that, uh, or someone who's representing the anti-Measure 114 a crowd, maybe maybe one of our great advertisers that does advertise on our radio station, people that stand firm for your Second Amendment right to defend yourself. There are other things going on out there. I asked a question early. There's a story about Portlanders are eager for change, according to this charter reform poll. And now Eugene residents, according to a survey, also think that livability in Eugene is worse or much worse than it was 60% of them than it was five years ago. This is a big deal, folks. Why? Why is this happening? And what is the commonality? Well, the commonality is both of these cities are not only Marxist-oriented, but they have put in place a bunch of very bad ideas. That ain't working out too well. Like defunding the cops. Like focusing on transgender things. That's what's going on. And people are not liking it. 
They don't like their kids being taught critical race theory in the form of equity, which is nothing more than racist shaming of white kids, making them feel guilty just because of the color of their skin. It's payback time. And guess who's doing it? The liberal whites that run the city, the liberal whites that run the school systems. That's who's doing it, just like in Salem Kaiser. By the way, I guess at last night's political coffee class, there was somebody there from the um, Salem Kaiser group, SK Education, I think is what it is, trying to recall the school board members, three of them anyway. It's a big deal. Yes, Prozansky is the gun hater from the Eugene area. Floyd. No, uh, Art, I did not check out what the Statesman Journal says because they typically want me to subscribe. And I just ain't going to give them any of my money. That's for sure. By the way, don't you think it's interesting that Joe Biden promised there would no longer be a Nord Stream 2 pipeline if Russia invaded Ukraine. And then all of a sudden, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline has all of these mysterious leaks. Tucker Carlson suggested maybe that Biden behind the sabotage with explosion. Who would be doing that? The Navy Seedles. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Hey, Art, I did get online with the Statesman Journal and see that piece. They didn't demand that I pay the money this time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just not doing that, especially with that rag. I'm sorry, folks. That's how I feel about them. I do. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Yeah, it's a, it's a less... Uh, I mean, it is not as nearly as bad as the Yamhill County Register. By the way, thanks to um, Curtis Grubbs, former mayor of Willamina, who also uh, just sort of, I called him yesterday afternoon and told him I wasn't going to be able to make it and ask him to just, you know, sort of run the meeting for me last night, the political coffee clutch. Thanks to all of you who showed up. Good group. I understand. Um, Curtis did a great job. Thank you, Curtis. I appreciate that. Also very uh, uh, thankful. Uh, and Mo, thanks for sending me um, the link to the debate. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is a Facebook or Instagram. I think it's Instagram. Here you can watch the debate um, as we, as you can. You got to says you got to log into Instagram. I don't know. I haven't tried that yet. But uh, at any rate, thank you, thank you to all of you who showed up, and thanks to Freedom Heating and Air for continuing to be one of our great sponsors. You hear me talk about their emergency services 
in all reality, this is the way that they impact you the most is when you call, you generally need them. Now, it's always better to do maintenance on your system. I did not, and my system at home here didn't work right for me. Fortunately, I fixed it myself because I, I read a DIY blog. Well, guess what? Freedom Heating and Air has a DIY blog. Little things that you can do to make sure you don't necessarily have to call them for an emergency service. Because maybe it's 90 degrees out, like it was a couple of days ago, and your system quit on you. A little preventative maintenance goes a long way. Freedom Heating and Air is willing to share that with you. Now, they still want to come out and do business with you. There's no question about it. That's why you should call them, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. But you know, it's pretty special when a company offers you ways that you can maintain your own system so that you don't necessarily have to call them. At least not right away. The systems wear out, that's for sure. This is one of the great benefits for you doing business with Freedom Heating and Air. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, if your system isn't working right, or maybe it's just time for a new system because winter is coming. It's going to get cold at some point. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. You know, it is uh, pretty amazing how two cities, Portland and Eugene, can mirror each other. And the result is what? Well, the result is people are really unhappy. Why? Because they don't like crime. They don't like homelessness. And they don't like the people that are supposedly putting in place all of the right or the leftist answers to how to deal with those issues. Because they ain't working, folks. And I use the word ain't because they ain't working. So in your conversations you have with people who are you know, and people are really starting, and both of these stories today talk about how people are really starting to pay attention, okay? In your conversations with people, because this show, as you know, is dedicated to the idea that you can change your world, and you do that by having persuasive conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. There's nothing more important to you, period than your own personal safety. This is in the polling time and time again. It never changes. Why? Because that's human nature. The other things that policymakers make, the leftists, the Marxists that run both Eugene and Portland, about how you deal with homelessness, those are all very, very important things. But it comes down the bottom line is you want to be safe in your home you want your kids to be safe at school or at the bus stop from the creeps and the predators 
saw a story again, second day in a row on Channel 12 at a bus stop in Portland or one of the suburbs. Creepy guy trying to lure kids into this home or their cars. You need enough cops to go after people like that and they need to get put in jail, folks, because they're a danger. They're sick. There's no amount of releasing them into the community, Kate Brown, that is going to keep people safe. Tina Kotek has a big piece of that puzzle. She voted for a lot of stuff like that. A lot of the lefty ideas. So people are frustrated in these cities and they're willing to entertain dumb ideas to some extent, like in Portland, but this reform. Did you watch the governor's debate? Did you hear it? What did you think about it? And do you think that anybody on that stage last night gets what the people in Eugene and Portland are feeling and thinking, dealing with the real frustrations that affect their lives? Gary, hang on, I'll get you on the other side of the room. Don't go. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Did you watch the debate? And by the way, thanks... um, uh, Satara for sending me the YouTube link also where you can watch the debate what's interesting is reading some of the comments under the YouTube uh, debate I will get to that did you listen or watch the debate last night what were your impressions if you did I did not I couldn't get it so I'm completely at a loss I will try to watch it today because I want to know I want to know from you. What did you think? And do you think any of those candidates last night, if you did watch it, if any of them addressed the issues that have these other two stories, one in Willamette Week, one in Eugene Register Guard, that shows that people in both Portland and Eugene are very unhappy with how things are going. Why? The left controls those cities. The crazy leftist Marxist policies control those cities. You would think that the utopia, the Marxist utopia, that the city governments and the elected officials would have everybody just happy. Right? Wrong-o. Do you think anybody who was on that stage last night addressed those issues and nailed it on the head? I want to know 503-589-1220. That's the Power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Let's go to Gary. Gary, thanks for hanging on. Hey, Jeff Dax. Go Beavs. 
There you go. You got a tough one this weekend. Hey, I did not see that debate, but I knew that uh, Joe Kent was having a debate up in uh, Washington uh, last night, and it was hysterical. It, 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 I think it's, it's uh, just encapsulates the whole thing. The, the get, he was going totally MAGA. Uh, the, I mean, I don't know if he doesn't have a manager that says uh, move to the left after you win the uh, primary, but he was full on going after uh, Fauci. He was amazing. But the interesting thing is his opponent, this Marie Perez or whatever her name is, uh, she wanted to make sure everybody knew she was not a Democrat. She must have said oh, really? eight times that she was not a Democrat like a Democrat. <laughs> that she was she was a small business owner and all of this, and, and uh, she didn't like the violence, but she had no solution. She did the usual, you know, say something without saying something. But the funniest thing is, and she was completely snarky and name-calling uh, Kent, but... She must have said eight or ten times, "I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Democrat." So why why do you suppose she was saying that? Hmm? Oh, it's obvious. De- Democrat, I think most places, even in Vancouver and Washington. Now, you know, of course, that's a Republican area, but uh, it's poison. Yes, it is. And they know. And I think it's happening here in Oregon, too. Oh, it is. I mean, that, this is why there's a hit piece on uh, Mike Erickson in the Oregonian. It says, tough on crime, Oregon congressional candidate Mike Erickson was handcuffed for DUI charges in 2016. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's wow, really that, important. That just disqualifies him completely getting a Dewey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing, and, and I think you know it. Oregon is not as liberal as Washington, California, and we only have four million people, so it's not a big stretch that this this state could change with with just a little bit of change of attitude, because you only need to change forty thousand people, and the entire state changes. That's exactly right. It doesn't take a lot. You're so right on. So right on. Hey, thank you, uh, Gary. I appreciate it. I appreciate you sharing. I didn't know that they had a debate last night um, up there with Joe Kent. I love Joe Kent. He was endorsed by Donald Trump. He came from behind to win. And, you know, he is not afraid. Look, for folks, he was a Green Beret. He's a special operator. Lot of combat. He's unafraid to stand up for the things he believes in. That's kind of nice for a change, isn't it? Instead of these mealy mouth politicians of both parties, folks, that put their finger in the wind. But the story about this woman, his opponent, the Democrat, who keeps saying, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah yes, you are. But you know what? Kevin McCarthy did everything he could to sabotage Joe Kent from Jamie Herrera Butler, who voted against Trump, as you know, voted for impeachment. Good for Joe Kent for standing up. Absolutely. 
This is a despicable hit piece, by the way, in the Oregonian by Julia Shumway, the Oregon Capital Chronicle. You know what? In all seriousness, folks, every one of you ought to read this thing and then you ought to email her for being the leftist that she is as a reporter. It's all about DUI, and it is in detail, the DUI. Failed sobriety test, this and that, the arrest, and he's a tough, he's a hypocrite. That's what comes through. Don't you get sick of this? You ought to get sick of it, folks. I'm sick of it. That's why I get a little bit of passionate about it, okay? Because stories like this influence how people think. By the way, where's the hit pieces on his opponent, State Representative Andrea Salinas? Oh, she's a leftist. She can do no wrong. And she's Hispanic. You wouldn't dare write an article critical of her, would you? I'm going to go to Rich in a moment, but I need to remind you that if you're looking for a real estate broker that can take care of you that's on the top of her game, you ought to call Rebecca Donaldson. That's what she does. It's how she won Best of the Willamette Valley. She's on top of her game. And yes, this real estate market is changing and changing rapidly, folks. She can help you deal with it. And you benefit. You benefit in a lot of ways. So check it out. Go to her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. All one word, Rebecca's Got Houses. Or just give her a call, 503-269-0747-269-0747. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Hey, Rich. Good morning. Uh, anyway, my observation is this. It seems strange that with... Everything on the line, the news media is not really giving us advance warning about this stuff coming on. Uh, there was very, very little was mentioned about it that I could find. And I'm in and out, and I'm doing something a lot of people don't do, is I'm kind of busy. At the same time, just like you, I, I've noticed that there's very little publication about these debates. Just like that gentleman in uh, Eugene area years ago that was trying to protect that uh, cross, uh, the news media is complicit in not letting anybody know he was there by himself. And we got in on the last part of the Skinner-Demir debate, and Skinner tried, or California Skinner tried to say that uh, the Republicans were cutting the benefits to the VA, but the last time I heard, Biden was a guy-in-the-wool socialist. Yeah, I, I don't know how she can claim any of that because she's not in charge. The Democrats run, I mean, the Republicans aren't in charge. The Democrats run the House and they run the Senate. Yeah. How could she claim that? Well, there's a lot of things she claimed. She even, though on the very last was talking about whitewashing and a bunch of other stuff and Lori said in case you hadn't noticed it I'm Hispanic <laughs> in case you haven't noticed <laughs> yeah so California Skinner I don't know where she's thinks she's going anywhere but uh, by the way did did Lori bring up the fact that she's a California transplant that Skinner is? Yes. 
I think what little I saw of it, I got in on it late. Skinner mentioned it herself. Ah, okay, trying to inoculate herself. That's interesting. Well, basically, I think what I, I was kind of in and out at part of that. It was kind of like she said, I'm from California, but I'm really an Oregonian or something to that effect. And it's like, sure. Sure you are. Yeah. Yeah, it was right at the very end that she was, you could tell that, at least from my wife and I's perspective, uh, the sad part, not sad, but the, the thing that I noticed was California Skinner seemed to be really nervous toward the end. So she didn't, evidently, it'd be nice to, I'm going to try and pick it up on the internet and see the rest of it. Because it seemed like she didn't do well from the way she was nervous. Interesting. All right. Rich, thank you. I appreciate that report because, I mean, I had seen uh, that there there was a debate for them last night. And I've been, uh, like I said, focused on, I mean, I couldn't get anything no matter what I wanted to watch. Yeah. You know, driving around the field on a tractor, trying right. to get a live stream feed. Yeah, not good. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. Back in a moment at 648, you watch the cup debate. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. All right, thank you, friends. I appreciate each and every one of you listening to this show today. Some of the... If, if you, by the way, did catch any of those debates last night that... Either Joe Kent, the governor's debate in Oregon, or Lori Chavez de Reamer versus the California gal, like Rich just said. Would love to get your impressions. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. It's interesting to read some of the YouTube comments of the governor's debate, and I'll get into them in a moment. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor you can trust. And that's pretty evident if you go to his website and read the very satisfied customer comments. And look at some of the before and after pictures that he's taken of the work that he's done in some very sensitive places, like your bathroom or your kitchen, where if that gets screwed up during a remodel, boy, is your life miserable. Eric focuses on quality. It's what he does more than anything else. Not quantity, but quality. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. He's a man of faith. He lives it every day in how he works with you as his client. RighteousRenovations.com. Yeah, I, I know the uh, <laughs> Dale writes me a text message, you know, regarding the uh, the gal running against Joe Kent says, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat. Dale writes, 
I'm from the Politburo, but I'm really not a Bolshevik. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, so um, here is one of the most interesting um, pieces here about this. The YouTube video. The YouTube video of the governor's debate. Some of the comments. Here's one from the bottom by somebody by the name of Milk State. I've voted for Democrats all my life, but I don't know how anybody can take Kotak seriously. She is just a more robotic Kate Brown. No personality and no new ideas. Johnson is the strongest debater here and the best candidate for Oregon's future. Somebody by the name of SS writes, I'm a lifelong liberal from Portland, but I can't lie. Tina is so disingenuous and hacked. She genuinely comes across like a parody of the most generic do-nothing politician. Lots of basic lip service that amounts to nothing. Betsy's the only one who seems to actually have sensible answers for the most part. The other two are just the same tired Dem versus Republican stereotypes. Total status quo nonsense. If you think we've been on the wrong, the right track for the last decade and want more of the same, vote for Tina. Now, there were those who thought that Drazen run. But if you read so many of these, it's pretty obvious. And I go back to the two stories I started the show with today. In Eugene and Portland. There is massive dissatisfaction, according to polling. And it's these kinds of impressions right here. Truly Spencer PDX writes his comment. There were 41 comments here on the YouTube channel. I truly thought I would no doubt be for Drazen, but Johnson won me over tonight. She has complete confidence in all her answers and just comes off as a leader that Oregonians need. Only 23 minutes in, Michael writes, there's already been three occasions where Kotex sort of trots out some accusation from an attack ad and Johnson is able to succinctly put her action and position into wider context that eventually makes a great deal of sense and seems completely reasonable. This is what I'm looking for. Someone who can quickly articulate an issue, their point of view, and go forward at 100 miles an hour. Okay. I think that is the key. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you, folks. This is the same reaction we got from people, some of you who listen to the show, who came to hear Betsy Sunday afternoon down in Brownsville at Kirk's Ferry. Because many of you talked to me afterwards. And you basically said the same thing. She was honest. She came across as genuine. Now, in a, in a debate or a TV commercial or a radio commercial, you only have a few seconds to get people's attention and to get anything meeting to make any meaningful impression in their lives and today it is a feeling it's not anything else it's just 
a feeling. How do you make people feel? Now, this is true in human interaction. I, you know, again, this shows about persuasion, right? And how you interact with people in your world in a persuadable manner. This is about persuasion. Now, I'm just telling you, folks, this is how you have to campaign today. You have to get across in a few seconds a feeling. And some of it's your body language, some of it's your language, your ability to articulate an answer quickly. But you also have to have command. And right now, people want leaders, and I don't care whether they're... A woman is going to be the governor of this state. One of these three. And I believe the one that articulates quickly a feeling of confidence that they can do the job, the job of fixing what people in Portland and Eugene feel. Things are not better. That's the person who is going to be the next governor of this state. I will tell you that Betsy, that's what she did Sunday afternoon. I didn't have anybody coming up to me Sunday afternoon saying, I was going to vote for Betsy, but I'm not now. Nobody said that to me. It was just the opposite. Let's go quickly to Dwight. Dwight, you got about a minute and a half. Go. Yeah, I won't do anything about the voting machine. But I just wanted to say, I'm afraid I heard somebody else say, we're moving closer to splitting the Republican vote and showing them to click that yet. Because if we can't get together and candidate, we're in trouble. Okay. Enough for you. Thank you, Dwight. Again, I go back to polling that shows, in fact, even there's a story in, oh, where is it? Uh, It's somewhere. I saw it. Anyway, there's a story, Dwight, that uh, it's a national story. It's in the National Review. It's, It's a puff piece on... Christine Drazen, but it acknowledges that without Betsy in the race, Christine doesn't have a chance. And it's because Betsy takes poll after poll, two Democrat votes for every Republican. So if you don't want, you want Christine to win, you better hope Betsy gets an even better and stronger message that resonates. Ben, I'm back tomorrow, and I hope you will be too. Make it a great day, because really... Keep praying to keep fighting for everything you believe. See you tomorrow.